morning, beautiful people. It's the middle of the week. It is Wednesday. We are squarely in the middle of the week. I look a little ashy. I need to put a little oil on my my face. Let me shine myself up a little bit. Good shiny. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, nine to about ten fifty. <laughs> Talking my brand ish, talking to some of the coolest people in town and beyond. Um, it's a cool gig. I love it. And thank y'all for listening. And I know some of y'all tune in. I see you, Ms. McCraven. <laughs> I see you tuning in. Well, I, you told me you tune in. I don't see you, but I know you're tuning in. How are you? How are you? It was nice seeing you on the vineyard. I don't know if you're back because, you know, some folks can stay at the venue for long periods of time, and some of us cannot. <laughs> I, I'm in the cannot care. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? So last night, uh, oh, a couple of cool things happened last night. A couple of cool things. A couple of cool things. So my friend Barbara Marie rolled up last night. And, you know, I was Ife was on the porch. We were sitting on the porch drinking wine. You know how we do. And, uh, uh. Barbara Marie pulled up in her big ass truck, and I, I was like, I, I whispered to Eva, I said, "This about to be about some political ish." <laughs> and sure enough, she jumps out her truck, and the older to be Brittany, maybe he jumps out the truck too and comes up to the porch, took a picture, some on Facebook page. So if y'all follow me, and some of y'all don't, but a lot of y'all do, um, she is delightful. We had a rich, rich conversation. Um, uh, Jonathan showed up. Rode his bike, came by. We sat on the porch. We was talking education and politics. You know, I always forget how much education and politics I know. <laughs> One, because I, I've been around education and I've been around politics. I never think about how much I know about education until I start talking about education. You know, I used to run Jumpstart for Young Children uh, here in New Haven. And... Uh, and ran it so well that I uh, got invited to the White House to with uh, the point uh, to get a Points of Light award. You know that's the President's Award for for uh, uh, it's probably one of the highest awards you could get doing volunteer work, community service work. Um, and so the president it's the President's Award for the Points of Light Foundation, and the Points of Light Foundation was started, I believe, by George Bush. Because, you know, he was like a thousand points of lights out there doing good or whatever, whatever. Um, and it's uh, part of the America's Promise uh, commitment. So anyway, some years ago, uh, I got invited to the White House. Uh, me and uh, at the time, Karen McIntosh, who is now Karen King. Uh, and we went to D.C. for a weekend on the Points of Life Foundation dime. They put us in a really nice hotel downtown, you know, uh, uh, down there in Washington, D.C., and 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 treated us very well, fed us, treated us, toured us, and brought us to the White House. Uh, and I got to meet Bill Clinton. I have a picture of myself with Bill Clinton somewhere, somewhere. And uh, it was very nice. So anyway, I know something about early childhood education. Early childhood education from three to five years. That's what Jumpstart was uh, known to do. 
And while I was with Jumpstart, I I uh, had a commitment with Kellogg, and uh, and they were at that particular time putting children's books in cereal boxes for a limited time. You know, really little books for children. Um, and so they partnered with Jumpstart, um, and we were able to begin to build live personal libraries for children. So whatever kid came to the Jumpstart program, they would get these little books um, to, to, to set them on a path of literacy and reading. I had forgotten about that because um, we were talking about early childhood education and, and the struggles that I have with my own, my own children around getting them the services and the supports that they needed, particularly my son, Khalil, who, when he arrived, had no language skills ability. Um, and, uh, you know, he came when he was about 18 months. He wasn't quite two. He was 18 months old. And uh, and uh, my pediatrician, Tamiko, Dr. Tamiko Jackson, suggested you need to put him in, get him into the birth to three uh, program. Um, so I was like, okay. So I called the birth to three program and these mofos going to tell me it's not unusual that children take a long time to speak. Now this was without her seeing my child or anything. She just, I made the call and she just said, oh, you know, might not be concerned. I said, listen, <laughs> You know, and and this, this this is the point that I want to make. Let me let me just make this point first, so you know where I'm going with this. Uh, um, I went down there and met, talked to them. I went wherever they were. I think they were at where were they? They were at some odd place. Um, high school in the community, right? That's over there in the cut on Water Street over there. So I had to go there to meet with this whole team. I set up an appointment to go and meet with this whole team. I didn't bring my son. I just wanted to meet with them because I wanted the information. And they they were like, oh. So I was impressed because they were like, oh, they set up this time. Let's, let me go do this. And then they started talking to me about, it's not unusual that young children don't have language skills. Now, I'm thinking I'm in I'm in full on New Haven, Connecticut. I'm not in the backwoods of the Appalachian Mountains, where that thing that kind of thing could probably fly. I said, "Well, he has no lens. He's pointing. You know, that's how I understand him. He points to things." And so, well, you know, he's young. Blah blah blah. I said, "Well, this is birth to three. So they were like, "Well, wait, wait a year." I said, "If I wait a year, it'd be two and a half." I said, no, you, I need you to evaluate him now. And I think once they realized that I had real command of language and, uh, and I was not going to be moved off this and, uh, and was quite deliberate in my choice of words, they set up an appointment to have him be seen. And once he was seen, guess what happened? Services were put in place. He got a speech pathologist, uh, a wonderful sister who, I believe she's an AKA. Oh, I don't want to say that. She might not be AKA. Um, 
I can't call her name. I see her in my my mind's eye, but I can't call her name. It'll come to me. But we're friends. We we are friends. I know her. I I met her first when she was working with my son, uh, and she worked with my son three times a week. A speech, and I think she threw. I think it was only supposed to be two days a week, but she she, a sister, felt like two times a week wasn't enough. That he needed some intensive, and so she threw an extra one in there on on her which I am eternally grateful for. And she just adored him. And she got him talking so that he could stop pointing. So I so I, I, think I'm making the point that parents have to be their own advocate, but it's hard to be your own advocate when the forces in front of you are deliberately intimidating and they have no regard for you as the authority of your child. That's the point that I want to make. And then you mix in race. And and parents walk out of these spaces not knowing what was said and not knowing the next course of action because these people in their highfalutin ways and 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 all of that have uh made you feel less than. And I and listen, I'm not making this up. They tried to do it to me and I just was like, "Do you know who I am?" I run, I run a, I run an early childhood education program that is award winning, that is national. I, I do this, so you're not talking to me like I'm from the projects. And even if I was from the projects, who the hell do you think you are to talk to me like that? And that's what I want to get across to all these people that provide services to a community, particularly Black and Brown communities. You don't know their life. Stop showing up as if you know better and that you could see the pitfalls better and that you can, you know, uh, uh, ascertain what they need better than the people who you are there to serve. Stop that foolishness. Now, my son, Khalil, doesn't shut up. He talks beautifully. He reads well. And he's a pain in the ass. And, and, and I have to think, the birth of three people for that. <laughs> they, they, they made him. The, they made him the obnoxious person that he is today. <laughs> and and honestly, I'm grateful because I was concerned. I was like, why is this little almost two year old kid not having? He's pointing. He's mumbling. He sounds like cousin it. Who did say? When we had a running joke in my family. He was like, my, I remember my brother, my brother came home from prison. He met him. My brother's like, you understand him? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, but I but I act like I understand him because I'm the mother. And 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 so I have him pointed, like, what does he want? And I pick things up. Do you want this? No. That what? He just had no command of language. And he had a dexterity problem. So it's hard for him to hold things. And that's, you know, that's one of the de de development delays that shows up in children. That has to be addressed early. I, I, you know, so anyway. So anyway, we had a rousing good conversation last night on the porch about that. And, and then the misnomer about charter school teachers being paid ridiculous amounts of money over public school teachers. Like, no, no, they don't. Charter school teachers don't get paid more than than um, traditional public school teachers. That's a damn lie. 
people leave charter schools to go make more money and benefits in the in the traditional public school uh system. I don't know where they got that from. And I have to correct people because I'm like, listen, let me tell you something. I sat on a charter school board for a decade. And I chaired it for three. I'm going to tell you right now, these teachers not making $70,000. I know they not. <laughs> We're trying to get them to damn near 50-something. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of misinformation and disconnect out there. You know. Just, uh, Yeah. So it was a wonderful night. And uh, she sat for a good while and we talked and it was nice to see Barbara Marine because Barbara Marine and I go way back. Even before we had kids, we were in the political arena together. And then uh, when our kids came around, she has three sons, I have four children. Um, my oldest daughter and her young middle son uh, went off to, uh, went, went to high school together. They went to, uh, where did they go? Sound school together. And then went off to college together. Not to the same colleges, but off to college together. So he's down in D.C. She's like, she wanted to come home. I was like, I was like, why? D.C. is exciting. What is he going to do in New Haven? But be annoyed. D.C. is exciting. So anyway, to be young and black and beautiful, to be in D.C., are you kidding me? I wouldn't come back to New Haven until I'm ready to settle down or some old mess. You know. So let him be excited and fabulous in D.C. for a little while. He'll, you know, he'll either stay there or he won't. I mean, it's a whole country out there. So anyway, that was that was, that was was one thing. And then the second thing, I got to go play uh, at the uh, uh, Broken Umbrella Theater folks, the Regicides folks, you know, Ian and Ruben and Lou and all them. So I went to rehearsal last night. I got there at about 8, 8.45 or so and stayed till about 10. Uh, and they let me do a couple of runs with them. You know, I, I, I'm not shy, but I was definitely shy and quite intimidated. I'm never intimidated. I actually, what it was, I just like watching them perform. I didn't really feel like I wanted to be in it, but they kept inviting me into it, which was nice because that's what I went there for, to be invited into it. But I was so enamored of watching them work that I, I, just, I, I, I didn't know how to be with them. You know, but they they let me in and I had a good time. I, they were very kind and generous, kinder and more generous than they really needed to be. Because, you know, I, I don't know if I'm good at this. I'm going to try to be good at this. You know, it's one of these things that I just want to learn how to do and be good at and be fast, 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 fast on my feet. And they were like, Babs, you improvise every day when you're on your radio show. And I had to think about that for a minute. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> This, there's a modicum of truth to that. I'm quick on my, I'm quick of tongue and feet on the air. <laughs> so I had a good time. They were, they were generous. I'm going to keep going back until I get it, you know, until I, until I feel confident enough to get actual, get on actual stage with them. They're not getting me on stage until I feel real confident, but you know, I don't trust, I don't trust them no way because they funny. And they'll draw you in without you even knowing you're being drawn in. That's the funny part. So I, I got to spend time with them last night. I took some pictures. Um, so there is a uh, fundraiser 
Saturday night for BWAC because, you know, he we all didn't know how sick he was. But anyway, he had a w, 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 double uh, leg amputation. Both legs got amputated. But, you know, he's uh, he's, you know, he's moving through with grace. And so so he's done a lot of he's an artist and he's done a lot of work with and for uh, the uh, Broken Umbrella Theater. And uh, and they just want to pay it forward. And so they're having a fundraiser on Saturday. So I will be at their fundraiser after I leave uh, the Afrofuturism uh, festival that kicks off at Concord. That's Juanita's thing. You know, I had her on the other day and, uh, and that kicks off at six o'clock. So I'm going to go and spend some time over there because I love all that stuff and I want to support her. And then I'm going a, I'm to a run across town over to uh, broken uh, a Broken Umbrella Theater and spend the rest of my night laughing it up. So that's that's the plan. So come hang out. Come do it. Bring some money with you when you come to a because they're going to have a hat and they're going to pass it. And uh, I, I look forward to it. So that's the fun part. So, so I say all that to say, there's stuff coming up. I want you to be a part of it. I'm going to talk about it from the next. I think I'm going to try to have BWAC on. Where they're going to try to see if they could coordinate BWAC coming on maybe Friday. Um, that would be nice if I could get them on to talk about, you know, how's he doing and all that kind of stuff. You know, how's he feeling? What else can we do? You know, because he's going to need continued support, I imagine. Um, and he's hella talented. So I'm looking forward to uh, talking to him. Now, let me address this other foolishness. Uh, so Yale and all their foolishness. I, I don't know why they continue to behave this way. I, I don't. Because the crimes that are committed on their campus are committed by the students on their campus. But they don't talk about that. They don't talk about the sexual assaults. They don't talk about any of that stuff. But what they what, what they continually want to do is to malign New Haven as if somehow or other we are, it's the Sudan or some old thing. And I don't know why they continue to, to, to roll out this trope of telling these kids to stay on campus, don't ride the city bus, don't go in neighborhoods. Why are they continuing? And then they have a whole ass, a whole chief of police. Who was the chief of police in New Haven? Why would they do that? Why would they say that? And, and that just says they have so little so little care and concern for the city of New Haven that they would fix their Ivy League white supremacist mouths to say, don't go. You know, the Joe Van girl wasn't killed by nobody in New Haven, but somebody on that campus. That's number one. Talk about that. The sexual assaults that go on in that, on that campus, talk about that, that you don't want parents to know about. Talk about that. That incensed me. And and, you know, Pete Salovey, president, you you should stand up and say, we are wrong for saying this and we apologize and we're going to throw some more money at this city to make it right. Because this is wrong. You These students, who do you think, what do you think this city is about? You you set up a whole Dwight Hall so that you could outreach and be a part of the ecosystem of this city. But you want to still advise kids students that come here to stay on campus don't ride the bus stay out of neighborhoods all this other kind of stuff what what are you doing what are you doing it's just it's just insulting 
<sighs> it is beyond unbelievable. They've been doing this since 1975. Why are they doing this? And you know, these black kids come to this city, they want to know where the black people are. When these Latino kids come to this community, to the city, they want to know where the Latinos are. They want to know where the hair salons are, where the barbershops are, where they get them some, some collard greens and some good-ass potato salad. Because y'all don't know nothing about that on this campus. I don't give a damn. Why are y'all still doing this mess? And this, and you know what? This is and the Yale Police Union. Shame on you. Shame on you for even doing that. Shame on you. Don't go out after dark. Stay on campus. Avoid using public transportation. So, so what do they need y'all for? Police, Yale police. What do they need you for? What do they need you for? You got a whole trail that runs through this city from here to hell. We got a whole trail with blue boxes and the like. And you you mean to say you don't want any? I, I'm just mess, man. I, you know, for 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 at least at least I'm glad that this particular mayor stood up to it, stood up to it, and and called it out. You know what? New Haven is a wonderful city. And New Haven, like a great many cities across this country, are battling all kinds of social ills. Lots. We got a gun problem. So does Texas. So does Virginia. So does Florida. We got a lot of homeless people. So does L.A. <laughs> so does West Virginia. <laughs> so does Atlanta. Right? We got a food insecurity problem. Right? So does Arizona. So does Montana. Right? So does Idaho. We we have all the things across this country. That was in poor taste. And how dare they? How dare they carry on that way? How dare they? How dare they? They ought to be ashamed. And this is why the divide, the town-gown divide between that university and this city grows because of that kind of foolishness. You know, New Haven is a wonderful place. It's a wonderful place to raise children. It's a wonderful place to live. It's a wonderful place to enjoy culture and activities. It's a wonderful place to eat around the world. And 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 people are uh and people are wonderful. You know. And to all these and to all these people on the New Haven Independence site whining about the whining un, under cloak under cloak talking all this mess about the crime. They're just making this up. They're just making it up because they don't step one foot in the communities where these things are happening. So I want them to 
shut their mouths. Because if they're not rolling up their sleeves and getting in the game, then they're armchair quarterbacking. And all these little, all these little, the Fairhavener and the City Yankee and CJI, you know, all, all these people wanted these little pseudonyms hiding behind because, you know, because they hide behind these little names because they know that they would never speak this way, talk about these things in the in in polite company with their co-workers and their neighbors and the people they go to church with. They would never talk about this stuff. So they're liars and they hide behind their names. They hide behind these fake names because they don't want they don't want to be called out and called to the mat. So what they want to do is say all the mess that they want to say that they know they, they can't say under their own names. So when they out in public, nobody knows it's them. But let me tell you something. We know who you are. FYI. So FYI. So anyway. So 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 if they didn't put this out, if the Yale police union didn't put this out, or or maybe some faction of the union put it out or whatever, somebody put it out. Somebody put it out. So if they're saying they didn't do it or whatever, then that means everybody on that campus needs to come out and say, this is not us. We didn't put this out. You know. Uh, somebody put it out. And somebody and somebody supported it. You know. So. Uh, just It's just amazing to me. So. I don't know if the Yale Police Union put that out there because they want to make sure that they keep a contract. <laughs> we we are needed. See why we're needed? Oh, we're so needed. And we need more of us. These little cushy jobs. <laughs> we need we need more. Oh. No one talks about the, the shootings that the Yale police I mean, the Yale police are responsible for. <laughs> who who protects us from the Yale police? <laughs> Let's tell the truth. Walk in truth. Let's just walk in truth. We should put out a flyer about the ills of this city and 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 the harm that Yale does, the Yale police have done. We got enough stuff to run a whole list. I, if I'm wrong, call me out. Call me out. You know? <sighs> anyway, and 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 yeah, so go join the conversation over there. Add your voices to it, whatever. Yeah, the question you know these people just ask ridiculous questions, but you know, I I applaud anybody who puts their name out there. Uh, so, you know, do we have problems? Yeah, we have problems. Get, get in the game. Get in the game and help. You want help? Help. You can help. There's opportunity for everybody to help. There's opportunity for everybody to help. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. I'm done with that.
I'm done with that. I'm done with it. I just feel like I, I don't know how people are not helpful. This is your, you know, how, how are you not helpful? This is your city. You live here. Everybody has a responsibility to its care and upkeep. They have every citizen here, even the visitors, you have some responsibility to its care and upkeep. And if you work here, be blessed that you work here. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not uh, uh, on the police force at Albertus Magnus. You're not on the police force at the University of New Haven. You're not on the police force at Southern Connecticut State University. Do you know what you were on the police force of? Yale University. Act like it. And where, I'm sorry, where is Yale University located? Right smack in the middle of New Haven, Connecticut. So unless... The university is planning on picking up all its buildings and moving to Idaho or somewhere where they think it's less, whatever. Uh, then you are here and you have an obligation and responsibility to care for the city. Let's see some caring for the city. Start there. I mean, I'm just saying. Start there. Try that on caring for the city. I think you can. Whoa. Just saying. That's all. Anyway, I just find it uh um that's what I wanna see. I, I wanna see that. That's what I wanna see. So Maybe they maybe this morning they're having a meeting, and they're talking about where they failed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're in a room right now, talking about, "Oh, we messed this up." You know, we'll see. And if they didn't put it out there, somebody put it out there, and somebody knows who put it out there. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna wait for some more some more news about it. I'm gonna move on from it now. It's up on the independent. It's like it's got a bunch of it's got about 30 people weighing in on it. I'm not gonna say a damn thing about it. I'm gonna say what I want to say right here. Well, you can see me saying it. <laughs> That's it. So I'm gonna leave it right there. Uh rhythm exchange. Make sure you get on the green. Do y'all know about rhythm exchange? Which is happening on the green? I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow too. I think every Thursday, for the in uh for a couple of weeks. You know, you get on the green. It's like a dance party. You know, it's in the middle of the day. So go enjoy yourself. Knock yourself out. I think I, I think I can get. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. But after I get out of the doctor's appointment, so Harry, tomorrow I'm gonna um, I'm gonna leave at nine. I'm gonna leave at my ten o'clock show because I gotta go to the. I have to go to the doctors because I have a I have a kid, kidney issue that they want to take a look at. So I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna just do my nine o'clock set. I'm not gonna do my ten set. <laughs> so run the best of tomorrow. Run the best of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
that's what I'm doing. So I gotta go to the doctors. And uh yeah, I'm excited. This is good. It's good, it's good, it's good. You know, I've lost 24 pounds and I'm wearing some clothes that I haven't been able to wear for a minute because I put on weight. And you know, um I, I wear clothes very well. I have a weird body, not I don't want to say weird. I have a kind of body that whatever whatever my clothes, if I go up or down, will still be fine. But I I pushed out of my comfort level to where I want to be, you know, fluffy in clothes. But I've lost some weight, so now I'm wearing I'm wearing some stuff that I that I hadn't worn in a in a in since I don't know since since the hip surgeries. And it's very nice to sort of shop my closet. That that's really what I want to say. It's really nice to shop my closet. <laughs> And, and where now if i can find my my other my other box of sandals i don't know where they are I, they're probably in some closet somewhere behind something because i have a whole other box of sandals that i haven't been able to wear and i don't know where they are this is going to get on my nerves so anyway i've got to i've got to find them and, and i will i will i will so this is a this is a pretty heavy weekend coming up i got a wedding to go to on friday which I'm excited about. And then uh, we got the Sixth Dimension Afrofuturism Festival at the Lab at Concord. And then the uh, uh, the uh, A Broken Umbrella Show, uh, benefiting BWAC on uh, Saturday night at 8 o'clock. And then Sunday, cheer! I don't have nothing going on. Not a doggone thing, which is really nice. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's electric. It's electric. The electric slide. So anyway, uh, I'm reading a book by Isabel Allende, Allende, and uh, I love it. It's it's the right kind of book to read for a woman of my age because the characters are my age. So it's nice to sort of read, to read it. Um, so maybe I I get some of that in today. I really got to get to studying for my. Uh, my LSAT, I've been dropping the ball on that. And then I might try to get to see Shakespeare in the park because I got a few more days um, before it blows out. And I really would like to see it. It's just, you know, when you go to the when you go to the park, you got to bug spray up because these bugs are are out here. They are, and you know, people, when we don't have a cold enough winter, it doesn't kill off enough of the mosquito population. Um, so we get these summers where we are overrun almost biblically <laughs> by mosquitoes. <laughs> and and uh, I find that quite problematic, I must say. So uh, we've got to, we need a cold winter so that we could beat back some of these bugs. And there's been, and because of so much rain, it's been ridiculous amounts of spiders. I swear to God, my my whole front house is is covered in spiderwebs. You know, last night I was setting them on fire. I know. Don't be mad at me. Not I wasn't setting spiders on fire. I was, you know, ending their web, <laughs> trying to cut through their web. Cause uh, what is this? I don't know what this is. Catering, Dorna, Dormacell. That's uh, 
Somebody who wants to be on the Love Fabs Love Talk Show. I don't know who this is. Who is this? They're a Jamaican restaurant in New Haven. Oh, where are they? On Olive Street. Yeah, Sunday dinner every day is called. Yeah. Are they any good, though? I'm not going to have them on if they can't cook. We'll go down. Let's let's go down and eat. Let's go down. <laughs> are they are they listening? Uh, I'm not sure. They they actually talk to the lawyer next door. Oh, hey. the lawyer and yeah. the lawyer is like caping for us. Like, talk to them. They're like, how do you get on the radio? How do you get on the radio? And I, I was like, well, I'll pass it on to Babs. <laughs> I was like, Harris, text me this thing. I was like. Am I supposed to be calling these people? Like who? Uh, it's is Dorma. Is the okay. Name. Is there any place to park over there? I don't know. Because you know Harry. If, are they, they? I think they are they across from the firehouse, the fire department. I mean the firehouse. One thirty-five Olive. Probably it's probably close to to there. I wonder if it's the corner store. There used to be a. I was going to say a bodega, but. Kind of. Yeah, there used to be a bodega right there, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we have to. I'm now. I'm have to go do some investigation. Now I'm gonna have to go investigate Harry. Now I have to drive over there, see what's happening. Yeah. And so, what do they want to talk about? How they got started? I don't know. They want to talk about, I guess, their restaurant. You know. Okay. Well, yeah. How they got started? Why they're there? Where they're from? What their food? What's their food? And then you said they're Jamaican. Yeah, I'm always looking for good Jamaican food, Harry. That's you know what? You know how food. I can tell a good Jamaican restaurant? Oh, cabbage. Oh yeah, the cabbage. And well, for me, I mean, it's hard to make bad chicken for me, but but still, the the jerk chicken and how moist it is. Mm-hmm. Is the key, but I I I'll eat it dry. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, to I, 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 it's hard to mess up stuff, but I I determine a good Jamaican restaurant by the quality of the cabbage. Yeah, the cabbage is good. Because some people do skippy cabbage. Yeah. You know, it's almost like coleslaw fried up. I don't like that. I like flavorful real cabbage. And these days, when I do go, like there's this um. Jeez, what's the name of them? I stop there all the time. But I'll get Jamaican in on Orange. They're, they're right next to an Indian restaurant. Oh, the, the vegan one. And But it's in Orange. Not on Orange Street. Oh, on- no. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's on the Boston Post Road. Yeah, yeah. I uh-huh, you got pull off. It's next to the Indian restaurant. Because I see it at the Indian resta- restaurant with my kids a, a lot when yeah. they were little. And then, uh, and then that restaurant came like way, way later. Yeah. So you know, they they always look at me like I'm ordering something picky because now I try to just order the breast, right? So it's like chick, jerk chicken, but I just want the breast, and they always get this look. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they because they're trying to be cheap, but the breast is not the most flavorful part of the chicken, Harry. The thighs are. Well, so what you really want is the thighs. I, I mean. That's not the problem. Is I'm looking for the less points. Oh, oh. <laughs> in my diet, <laughs> the breast is less points. I was like, I'm, I'm just trying to make this work. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to get my Jamaican. And and what I want now these days, I say, not a lot of rice. Give me a lot of cabbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of frown at you, too, because I hate all that rice and peas. They'll give you all the rice because it's cheap. It costs more to give you. But I always say, just give me more cabbage than rice and peas. Yeah. Because I I want a little bit of rice and peas. But then, you know, they coat the whole bottom and then they put everything on top of it. I don't want that. I want the cabbage. I really just want the cabbage. Yep. Like yesterday, I got me, I said, I feel like eating Chinese. Yeah. And I went and I got the just the chicken and broccoli. And I told them extra spicy. And I was, <laughs> I'm arguing on the phone with them because they don't understand. Spicy. I want it extra spicy, not just spicy. Yeah, you said spicy. I'm like, oh my God. I don't want it to just be spicy. I want it I want my head. Okay, to- Harry. Keep the spices at your house. You know what? They should have like on the menu, make your head itch spicy. No. <laughs> you know, when it's really spicy, it's like uh, I Because like somebody you know? will come back and say, Well, I didn't mean that spicy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I be feeling like I have hair, like I got dandruff when it's real spicy. My head be itching. Yeah, no. I, I don't like food that I that I have. I need a fire extinguisher before I can finish it. Oh, I love it. Mm-mm. No. I love it. But anyway, so yeah, just check them out, you know, as a favor. Yeah, well, if you get there before me, check them out too. Yeah, the, the lawyer's secretary told me, oh, I'll go down with you and go eat. Oh. It's good. I don't think you'll go with them, but. I'm like, oh. <laughs> not gonna happen but <laughs> oh, you can bring me <gasps> tell them to bring you a plate like yeah here's some money bring me a plate when you go mm-hmm. right, I'm gonna go I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go by there and see what's happening I'm gonna talk to my Jamaican friends first you know what I'm gonna do let me talk to my Jamaican friends if they know anything about it cause that's how you know Harry cause they'll tell me well, maybe, I mean, I didn't even know it was there until they told me. I think I did know it was there, but it's yeah. out of my, you know what I mean? Like, it's out, you know, it's just out of your, yeah. you know, I was like, I didn't realize. So uh, I'll take a, I'll take a look. See, but you know what I've been eating a lot of, and I'm, I'm almost, I've been going to Zoe's and they, I've, I've been having them make me a smoked turkey and an imported ham. Sandwich on a roll with lettuce and tomato with light yellow mustard and light mayonnaise and cucumbers. Because I, like I like the crunch of cucumbers in my sandwich. Yeah, that sounds like about 14 points for me. Oh. So that's a little bit too much. Like, like oh, right, is it? Yeah, like I, right now, um, I didn't bring breakfast and lunch. I only brought breakfast. So I said, you know what? And I brought boiled eggs for for breakfast. So I said, I'm going to save that for lunch. I'm going to get something from, what's the restaurant across the street? The, you know, the... Oh, the little, the little uh, yeah. morning coffee shop place? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what they're called. Cafe, Cafe Java? Yeah. Cafe yeah. Java. So I just ordered scrambled eggs with... Canadian bacon, mm-hmm. and it's one point. 
maps. Oh, okay. I can see. I can see where you're going with this. You Have you been to Mofongos in uh, on uh, Whitney? Just behind, you know, around the corner. You know, on, I Whitney, on Whitney. It's like yeah. that. You got to go down. Like it's, you know, it's on that drag with all the other little restaurants across from. Uh, you know, it's around the corner from Zoe's. So if you go around the corner and you got like Brugas on the corner, and then the yeah. salad place. Mofongos is like right in there, but. Uh, you go down the stairs into it. Did they just move there? Yeah, they just moved there. Oh, okay, because I know that I I had passed them before. They were around Fairhaven, right, or something like that. I don't know where they were, but they're downtown, and uh, and they 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 got the Puerto Rican music playing, so you can't miss it. You're drawn in by the music. I ate there um, when they first arrived. It was good. I mean, I was you know I wasn't unhappy with the food. Yeah, I just, I just never think about it, but I was just saying if you wanted some Puerto Rican food, see, you know. that's expensive food for me also. So the only thing like like if I do stop at a Puerto Rican restaurant, I'll get me boiled green bananas, and if they have the the sauteed cat um codfish, mm-hmm. I'll have that on there, and it ends up being like a two point meal, you know. Yeah, but Harry, can't you have a two-point meal sometime? I mean, you already you keep so many points on the table. Yeah. So I don't know if it's gonna. I mean, I'm not trying to talk you out of nothing. I'm just saying. No, I'm just always, you know, like saying I'm gonna save my points for something good in the weekend, and then I don't use them. And then you don't use them because you're like, oh, so you might as well just get something good during the week. Yeah. Particularly if you're downtown New Haven. You know, I haven't been to Mambo's in a minute. Mambo's over on Whaley Avenue. I like them too. But they don't got no green vegetables in there. It's like everything is rice and peas and pork and ham, you know, all the stuff, which is good. Chicken, all that. But, you know, I like some vegetables. I, I love that they do the fried plantains because they are so good. I, I need some vegetables. Well, right now, you know, I'm, I've hit. Oh, my camera's working. Before it was like a weird. I know. It was It was like a tornado. It was like a blue tornado. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? Some kind of Marvel thing? <laughs> also, um, right now I've plateaued, you know, for a while. It's, it's happened to me, you know, a few times. But it was like I couldn't get out of the 290s for a while. <laughs> And now I can't get out of the 260s, right? So I, I'm i going from 264, 267, 264, 260. I keep bouncing. That's where I met Harry. I'm in the 280s. And uh, uh, I was so happy to get in the 280s. But now I'm at like 280, like yeah. 280, 281. 282, 281.8. And yeah. then when I got to I got to 279, I was like, all right, I'm off my way. And then that damn thing bounced back up to two. I was like, damn it. So I'm at a plateau too. Cause I, I like to break, I like to get into the 270s. Like I'm trying to get to 273 so that I can like, all right. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get out of the 260s right now. And it's been now over a month that I'm when I, when I the last time I was at 260 I was at 263 was when I when I was getting ready to have the hip surgery because I had to get to I had to lose 50 pounds so that took me to right to the 260s 
And that was real that was a nice size right there. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then and then back up to 302 pounds. I mean I the, like, oh. the lowest I've been in the last 20 years was 258. And it was because I joined the biggest loser competition with with some coworkers where I was working. Yeah, you was you was driven by money. <laughs> right. And I won. I won, by the way. So <laughs> I got down to two fifty eight. So right now, I'm looking at two fifty eight as the the goal to, you know, to say, oh yeah, this this is you know, now I I'm winning. Until I get past that two fifty eight, because I, you know, I'm on my way to two twenty. That's where I want to be. I, I'm with you, Harry. I I think I think my sweet. When I got married, when I got married, I was two hundred and thirty three pounds, which was nice. That was a nice size. Um, I like to get to about two twenty. I don't I don't know if I could get to two hundred even or one ninety nine, but I'd like to get to two twenty. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. That's the goal for that's the goal. That's know? where I want to be. But when I got married, I was one seventy eight. Oh, oh, <laughs> Karen's not going to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get to two thirty, Harry. I think two thirty is is a sweet spot for me. Two thirty will get me off every medicine I'm on. I mean, I would still be on the Ozempic because that's it's a you know you got to stay on it forever in a day, but. I don't care. I'd rather have that than all the pills. I take a lot of pills right now. So I'd like to uh I'd like to get down. You know, uh, I I replaced all my pills with supplements. So I feel like I'm taking pills anyway, right? So it's like Did but, your doctor tell you you could get off your stuff? No, but I've been off my stuff for a year now. But do, do, does do they know that? Yeah, yeah. My doctor is actually amazed that I did everything without the medication. Oh, okay. So All right. My cholesterol is actually below <laughs> average right now. Everything is I'm like flying colors. The only thing that I'm stuck at is still that five point seven in A one C A one C that I want to get under five six because that's normal. Yeah. You know, so yeah, my a, my A one C is five five three. See, but that that means you're when you. I mean, if it's medication induced, then it's it different. is. It's medication is induced, right? So that's different. Like for me, I've done it without the medication, and I'm stuck at five seven. The, I mean, the Ozempic got me there. I mean, yeah, I got myself there when I was get losing the weight for. Um, for the first hip surgery, I got myself there, uh, but then it just got really stubborn and climbed back up, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But you know, my doctor said uh, I have uh, hereditary cholesterol. No matter what I'm going to do, it's going to yeah, well, mine's is it's going to need to be controlled because there's, none, there's no way around it. My good cholesterol is way too low. Yeah, mine too, and that's hereditary right there. Yeah. Um. There's not much I could do, but I mean, she wants me to put olive oil and eat, put olive oil on everything, eat avocados with everything. 
Um, Why do you not like avocados? I, I like avocados in a salad. Or you know what you could do, Harry? You could just buy yourself a really good avocado oil, like a, a really good one that you know the origins of, and just take a teaspoon twice a day or whatever. Like in the morning, take a teaspoon, and at night, take a teaspoon. And that will satisfy your uh, your mm -hmm. olive oil. That's what my doctor told me to do. It's like, perhaps get a good ass and just take it like you would take a, a you know, medicine. You know, just in the morning, you take a teaspoon, and at night, take a teaspoon. That way, you're not trying to figure out ways to take it. Yeah, like, I'm not like, putting it in my coffee. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah, it's like trying to get meal where I'm like, can I can I pour olive oil on my cereal? All right. Can I pour it over there? All right. No, just pour it in a teaspoon and just take it and just keep it moving. You'd be like, okay, I got my avocado. I, I, you know, I got my oil in for the day. You know, talking about that, I just saw some guy, some uh, NFL player, a new NFL player or something that um is now um, he's doing Hellman's commercials, but it's because he puts mayonnaise in everything, even his coffee. I know, I saw he put he was putting mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah. That's what got the, their attention. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, Harry. That makes me want to gag. Yeah, that can't be healthy either, right? <laughs> no, it is. It's a good fat. Is it? Oh my god, I that can't is... do it though. It just would it would just gross me out. But I don't know. Maybe you should try and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It, no, I don't think it, so either. It does. But people it, are putting people are putting um putting olive oil in their coffee though. Olive oil in their coffee. Yeah. So, for people out there to you know how to re if you like sugar in your coffee. Um, I don't. I, I like a little bit of sugar. In my coffee, I could drink it black now. Whenever I'm out and everything, if somebody asks me if I want coffee, just straight black because I don't want you know their sugar because nobody has good sugar in the house, right? So, but I'm eating now. I'm putting monk fruit sweetener in my coffee. You like it? And I don't notice the difference, but you know. Karen says there's a little bit of different taste. Um, for me, it's perfect. This is it's zero calories, zero, and it's zero everything. You're not, it's not going to affect your sugar. I mean, it's expensive as hell, but yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, it's, it's cheaper than being in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's true. It's, it's cheaper than picking out a coffin. It's cheaper than picking up a coffin. It's cheaper than getting a prosthetic because <laughs> you're going to lose your limbs to diabetes. No, I'm not trying to do that. So, all right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll continue the conversation. We'll be right back. All right, you're listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Cue music. Soul. Time that funk is soul. They're doing it by the beat. Ah. 
Welcome back to Love Babs Love Talk with Babs Rolain. <laughs> that was good, Harry. I like that. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. We're in the middle of the week. Hope day. I guess. And and it's a nice day today. I think it's going to rain tomorrow, though. It's a beautiful day today. You know, we're having a below average um, weather-wise with um, August. Yeah, so it's not hot. It hasn't been hot at all. August is it's been lovely. Now you know what's gonna happen September, right? <laughs> Snow. Ninety-five <laughs> degrees in the middle of Although, September. I'm ready for it, Harry, because we not had any. I, I feel like I we need some heat. Babs. We had you a steaming July. You think so? Yes, we had. Oh my God, the heat index got over a hundred, like a few times, maybe about a week. There was a oh, oh no, Harry. I think he was making that up. No, no, you got look. I think we had a above average July, and we're having a below average August. But um, no, oh. you, yeah. Once we get to September, I know we're gonna have some heat waves. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for a good old school heat suffer. wave. I'm gonna suffer it. But anyway, I wanted to bring up um. The, the story on the New Haven Independent. Which one? There's a the, bunch. Uh, first, <laughs> welcome to the Yale students. Do you see that? Oh, I, I you, you don't hear me talking about that the first 10 oh, minutes? I, I didn't. I didn't hear you talk about oh, it. Oh, I went in, Harry. I went in. Oh. <laughs> they dead ass wrong for that. I guess nobody's really. Is the police union claiming it or are they saying somebody else other than them put this out there? Oh, no, they're claiming it. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where did all those? Where did all those police come from? From the Yale Police Department? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's the Yale Police Benevolent, Benevolent Association. Well, that's not the police union. Well, it's them. Yeah, I don't know about the union. Yeah, but the police union is saying, I think they're saying that's not them. But you know, I mean, somebody else is using that name. No, the, the, that's not the, the police union. Oh, it's not the police union? Uh-uh. So let me let me put it up on the screen real quick for people. But see, all of, every one of those points, Babs, I follow. Not so, me. So it's like, it's not entirely like I was having the conversation with Tom, Tom Breen, um, the editor and chief of the New Haven Independent, by the way. You know. So um and he was saying, can you believe it? I'm like, well, it's not entirely wrong. It is. Oh, my God, Harry. It is absolutely categorically morally wrong. It might be. No, it's wrong. An exaggeration? Nope, it's wrong. It's, it's wrong. just out, out wrong. It's just I, out and um, out wrong. Don't ride public transportation? What does that even mean? Public transportation is the cornerstone of any good city. You would never say that mess in New York. NYU people never say that. They don't say, don't get on the subway. They should. In New York. They should. You know, the crime rate in, in the subway system has skyrocketed in New York. All right, whatever. That so might many, be true, Harry. So many people thrown into the train tracks. Yeah, that might be true. That might be true. But you don't say, don't take the subway. It's a warning. And stay in the house after 8 o'clock. You know what time I come in the house on any given night? 
Are you kidding me? I think, you know, they should. And I've yet to be mugged. And listen, listen to people out there. I'm not trying to get mugged. <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, they should revise Don't try it. to make a point with me because I will fight back. <laughs> no, but they should revise this once it hits October and it, start, it gets dark at six o'clock. You got to revise it. So don't come out after six. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm done. Who protects us from? Who protects us from the damn Yale students? Nobody. <laughs> I find it hilarious. No, nobody. Because it's um, it's something they did in New York. I think in the seventies, they gave out flyers like this. Yeah, that's what um, they said. And and Tom was like, "Do you remember that in New York?" I was like, "No, I was a I was a child then. <laughs> I was a child, and your mother made your ass get in the house." <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I was a child then, but I do remember all the crime. And in the 80s, when I went to work in Manhattan, I remember all of the crime and all of the prostitutes and all of everything. Yeah, I, I worked right on 40th and 8th, right? Right across the street from um, Port Authority. Mm -hmm. so it was off the hook. And now it's, it's getting that way again. Because of all the homelessness and the immigrants on the streets and the prostitutions coming back in New York. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would warn people. <laughs> I, would, I would not warn people any more than I would warn people being in Hamden or Madison or, you know, it's, North Bramford. These are the Yale police, perhaps. This isn't, this isn't, you know, this ain't Hamden or anything like that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just a warning. I, you no, know, no, no, that's not just a warning, Harry. That's white supremacy. That's that's the making of fear and 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 uh, and and distrust and mistrust between town gown. That's what that is. Well, you know, there you have all these young, naive kids coming into Yale who. But that's what college is for. Who are probably gonna try to explore in the and wrong, they should in the wrong places. What's the wrong places? As long as they're not buying drugs, and who the hell is buying drugs? Going, you can going. just get a number and they could deliver your drugs. You don't gotta roll up nowhere no more. <laughs> Wait, what's that number, Bess? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't personally know. <laughs> they should roam. They should explore. Home He's drug not babies. delivery for home drug delivery. Love Babs Love Talk. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Harry, don't, you know some sucker gonna listen to this and think I'm I'm a drug dealer. You know, I wouldn't be a good is, drug dealer because I'd never be anywhere on time. It is funny how they tell the students to remain on campus. <laughs> don't don't What's the fun in that? Campus. That's that's insane. It is a little bit over the top, but you know. Good luck to all these young people coming. Oh, they'll be fine. And the first thing you know what kids going to do here, the first thing they're going to do is get on the bus, stay out, ride around, explore. Yeah, they're going to do all that. That's what we want them to do. They're not going to no, be harmed. They're going to be they're all right. got to do It's only crime. Let me help kids. It's going to be all right. <laughs> That's the PSA. It's only crime. Don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. Now, yeah, I, all mean, right. I mean, we all are going to be all right. I mean... It's part of our societal ways, right? Crime is just part of the, you know, the living experience. I, I think I heard a mayor say that. 
wait, I think it was the Chicago mayor said that crime is just part of the living experience. So there you go. Well, it is I, I don't, I, you know, no, I don't want to live in a world with crime, but I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be afraid either. And I'm not going to be afraid. So there's that part. I'm just not going to live in fear. I mean, be smart. And somebody could beat my ass and run up on me and steal my bag. I mean, they, I mean, I'm I'm at the age now, Harry, where I'm super vulnerable, right? Because I'm I'm of an older age. I right. can't run fast, you know. I mean, I could fight back, but I can get my ass kicked. Right, but they got to come to you. <laughs> you can't ask <laughs> anybody. That's why you know. That's what I always say. I say I don't want to be like Karen B. wanting to go to concerts and the only tickets left are upstairs. You know, you know the upper thing, and I'm like. If something pops off, I can't run from all of your. What what is gonna pop off? Nothing. Nothing is gonna pop off. I mean, I you know, I grew up where everything was popping off. Well, you grown now. You're not growing up. You're grown. Right. So I just you know I'm always worried about the young people. Well, stop worrying. Who and and you know the concerts you're going to ain't gonna be no young people. Who can't act right. <laughs> you're not going to concerts with young people, oh, Harry. Wait. You're not going to a. Uh, what concert is young people? You're not going to uh Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm not going to any of that stuff. I'm not going to yeah, uh, young. Although Yeezy, I think you would go to a, I think you would go to a Beyonce concert if somebody gifted you some tickets. Oh, I would go. Oh yeah, see there you go. I rest my That's case. <laughs> really? How is that different? And I want to be in the front row where I can get some, you know, good view. I don't mind being sweated on. Do your thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, maybe I went a little bit too far then. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's different. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. How is Beyonce different? Send me, send me some Beyonce and some Rihanna tickets. I'm there. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, see, me? there are exceptions to every. Of course. I'll take, oh. my, I take my chances. Oh, my God. You are hilarious. Harry was like, uh, are you I will go to a Beyonce concert. You know, there was when I worked at the group home, we used to take. We used to take um, the residents to different concerts and everything. I, I ended up. At a Mary J concert instead of. Because we had to draw straws, right? <laughs> and everybody wanted, because we had front row seats. So, I mean, by the way, the Mary J concert was like ridiculous. It was great. But everybody wanted to be front row Beyonce. <laughs> so it was like, I couldn't believe I lost. I was like, <laughs> now I got to go see Mary J, but it was awesome. <laughs> No, so yeah, we I used to go do all of that. I used to go get box seats at Yankee Stadium, even though I wasn't a Yankee fan. You know, I, I don't mind going out to places where I feel I could control, you know, my little environment. But you can't. But right. There's no such thing. That's that's just an illusion. I try right, but I try. Cause you know, before when I was young, I was stupid and and I got myself into stupid situations. Now I could ignore a lot of stuff. So that's basically how you got to roll: is you got to ignore the stupidity, the the people who are just roaming around in your business or 
you know, I mean, what are you talking about? That is even, I don't even know. You gotta how you, I don't know how you think about that in ways. Is that happening to you all the time? Every time you walk out your door, somebody's yeah, well, in no, wait. No. Like, like, um, yeah, <laughs> not when I walk out my door, but even like at the Puerto Rican parade, everybody who just has to stand right in front of you and pause right in front of you. And it's like, you know, it's, I'm, you don't see me sitting here. I, I don't. Yeah. Just, but you're just outside. Move, but just, you're outside move your ass, just move your ass two feet to the left. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel you on that, Harry. But is that every time? Most people are all the like time. That. Most people are rude like that, Babs. I'm never rude like that because I'm always thinking, you know, I don't want it done to my to me. So I, I don't do it to other people. I but, know. But every time you go out, that happens. It feels that way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> Perception is reality. <laughs> Harry, you like my ex-husband. He's like that too. He, everything is always something is going to befall you around every corner and every 10 steps. And I'm like, I cannot live like that. I, I just, I do not live like that. I don't even think about that. It never occurs to me. It always does to me. I, if I'm somebody like, stands in front of me, you know what I do, Harry? Excuse me. I'm just trying to. Can you just step over just a few inches so I could see? I should. Or, or I move. Or I move. It's not that big of a deal. Or I I move myself. <laughs> I know, move. I'm like, you know, don't want to move. I, I got comfortable. Oh my God! And you can't you can't pick another place to get comfortable in. So you're letting people invade your space every time, and, I, and people are always invading your space, Harry. See, that's what I'm saying. You see, that's what I'm saying, Babs. You just prove my point. But you make you make you make you don't make it a big deal. You're just like, all right, let me adjust myself. Let me move. Let me let me let me ask them to politely move if I can. You know, and if they no. if they feel some kind of way, then you know, I'm like, I'll get into you it with that. people. That's why I have my wife, right? Because she goes, let's just move that way. Yeah, what's the problem? We're me, all I'm outside. Like, me, I'm like stressing it. She's like, let's just move that way. First of all, I don't own the land. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a stake in it. I don't know. I have some indigenous blood, so. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so some of it's my land. You crack me all the way up, Harry. <laughs> all the way up. I'm all, I'm all the way up. I'm all inclusive, Babs. I'm, <laughs> I am the melting pot. Harry, come outside after eight. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Let's see what we can get into in the nighttime. No? I don't understand after eight stuff. What do you mean? I start winding down at eight. So, literally... Oh man, talk! You sound like Paul Bass. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny is that when, when I used to um, go and stay with my dad on the in the summers, I used to always wonder why is he going to sleep at eight o'clock. It's like this guy, you, now, now you're your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's like do old people just go to sleep at eight o'clock? <gasps> and it was because he got to get up at five in the morning. So yeah, yeah. 
You know, so now I but get that's it. still a lot of sleep. Eight o'clock for a five o'clock rise. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't go to sleep till like eleven thirty, but I'm already because Karen goes to sleep like nine. So I'm already upstairs and you know, roaming around, <laughs> pacing upstairs and stuff like that. I'm doing my night exercises. And stuff like that. So it's Why like you just get in your car and go out sometime. Like I don't know where you would go because yeah, you're, you're not going to a bar. You're not going to a bar. You're not gonna go. Yeah, okay, I see that. But maybe you know, stay up a little later and watch a show. But you're already doing that. Yeah, I, I put on there. Well, I channel surf a lot. Um, I got a show for you, Harry. The Bear. Have you watched The Bear on Hulu? No, Karen watched that first season. Um, I wasn't interested in it. It's good. I didn't. I didn't even see one episode. It's um, good. It's good. It's good, Harry. It's well written. But she, she, um, she's looking to see the second season because it started right. The second season. Yeah, I'm waiting for. I'm. Yeah, I. I got through the whole first season. Now I'm gonna watch the second season. It's really good. You know, it's quirky. I'm back to seeing my rotation of old shows all over again. Like. You could do that. That would get on my nerves. Yeah, I'll see the X Files all over again. I'll see. Oh my God, the X Files. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. Um, you could recite the, you know the dialogue. Right now, right now, I'm seeing the Shield. Right. I don't remember that show. Is that a cop it, show? Yeah, it's a a dirty cop show. Um, it was on FX. It's, it's with Michael Chicklets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great show. I remember that show. But um yeah, so I'm that right now I'm going through that. The I think it was like seven seasons of that. So um I'll see Justified all over again. I'll see, you know, I'll see a whole bunch of different things all over again. Cause I I can if you don't grab me in the first episode of things, I'm like, I can't see this. And wow. then if Karen sees the first season, she'll say, no, you're going to love this. You know, and I'll see it, but it's hard. It's hard. They don't have, they're not original these days. I don't know, Harry. There's some good shows out there. Are you going to watch um, the the new uh, iteration of the Star Wars story with, uh, is that Rosario Dawson in the lead? As, uh, as Ahsoka? Ahsoka? I don't know. I haven't seen yeah. it. I am watching the um, Samuel Jackson has a spinoff of the Marvel. He, he There's a series on Disney. Um, I'm watching that. Um, but I'm a Samuel Jackson fan, so it's like I can see anything Samuel Jackson's in. So. Oh, okay. Um, I get that. Me too. I, I'll see just about anything that Samuel Jackson does. Yeah. As long as he doesn't go all serial killer on me, like like uh, Morgan Freeman did, I couldn't stand that role. Ugh. I was like, no, I don't like you in these kinds of roles. I know. I, I think I think he Morgan Freeman has a new series out. Um, I gotta check that out. Oh, I think he's on the History Channel. Is Talking it? about uh the West. 
I don't know. Dick. But I know I saw that he Star Wars uh Asuka with uh Rosario Dawson. So that has to be on Disney too, right? Yeah, it's on Disney. It's on Disney. It's a, you know part of that whole it's uh, it's part of the uh Mandalorian yeah. Star Wars universe. I saw, the, I saw the first season of Mandalorian. I gotta go back and catch season uh I haven't done the second season. I, I think I gotta catch up the second season, Harry. I really liked it. But then it didn't it, it took so long for it to come back, I went into other things. But I'm I'm gonna get into it. Yeah, I was thinking of canceling Disney because I wasn't watching it. And then uh, you know, I was corrected that uh Can I just tell you, Harry, how we all was trying to cut the cord and look what we've gotten into. I know. It's ridiculous. Now we, we missed those days when everything was bundled. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I missed the Harry because when I had a bundle, I had HBO, Showtime, Center, I had all the things. I had all, I had a, uh, I had all the other the non TV shows, you know, the non network stuff. Now everything you got to get separately, like even the basic stuff, like yeah. like I don't have own right. I don't have own TV. I don't have BT. No, I do have BT. But it, but the good stuff only comes on BET Plus, right? So it's that kind of mess. No, but you know what? It's, <laughs> in I don't the, like it. In the services that you have, you got to check to see because it's, it's part of, like, I think a Paramount or Peacock, they have hubs. Yeah. And inside those hubs, they'll have the BET channel. But I'm not I'm not trying to pie another. Like we have Hulu. My daughter pays for the Hulu. And I think the Disney Channel. I have to ask her, do we do we do we have um I'm gonna ask her. Like, do we have Disney? Do we still have Disney? Yeah, you know, it, it was like I was gonna cancel Disney and then I was corrected that uh wait, Daisy and Lumi watch Disney all the time. Oh yeah, well this is for them. Yeah, so it's like okay, I guess I'll keep it so that they could see it, but but now I started seeing the Samuel Jackson thing. So I'm like, okay, I'll, as long as I'm using it, I, I'll pay for it, you know? And it's part it's part of a bundle. I think I pay like $17 for Disney, Hulu, and ESPN bundled. Ugh. So. Like I pay for Netflix. My daughter pays for Hulu. And my other daughter pays for, I forgot what she pays for. So between the three of us, we got stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. I was like, this sucks. And then they want to crack down on who uses it. I'm like, get out of here. I know. <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. I'm like, I have. I already have the family plan. So what's the point of having the family plan if family outside the house can't use it? <laughs> like... Nobody lives in my house, right? <laughs> That's what you want to say to them. It's like, like they don't live in my house. It makes no sense. So then I might as well get a, a individual plan because that's what it becomes. So uh, it's crazy. But we are so paying. What, is, too what much. does my daughter pay for? My daughter pays for stars. So my other daughter pays for stars. I don't even check that often. So I got to go back and like, okay, what do I? What do I see? See, yeah, I have the stars also, but I have it through Amazon. Yeah. And I was paying for Amazon Prime, but I don't think I am anymore. 
I have stars. And then I think um, Paramount has Showtime bundled into it. Okay. So I have Showtime through that. I have it, HBO through my cable, through the, you know, the whatever, the, whatever it is. Yeah, and then you have the, the different things that those services, like the Peacock comes through my Comcast Right, so you bundle, they give you Peacock free for the service that I'm paying for, but they only give you the Peacock, you know, with ads. So I had to pay extra for the no ads because I don't like watching commercials. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. You you are you're paying so much money for everything. And cut the cord. How are you gonna cut the cord if you're still getting your cable from Comcast? You can't cut the cord. You're still getting your internet from Comcast and stuff like that. So, I mean, yours is different. You're Frontier, so you don't have TV service through Frontier. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? You have TV service through them too? Uh-huh. Yeah, they, it was a bait and switch thing that they did. They, you know, we should... What's what's our attorney general's name here? Um, William Tong. Yeah, he should sue because this is bait and switch stuff. We were, our bills were supposed to go down, not up, with cut the cord. Yeah, that was such a drag. Now I just feel like I got played. Yeah, like Harry, I feel like I got played. Don't you feel like you got played? Yes, but you know I have ways of um. And I got a fire stick too. <laughs> well, the fire stick is the the medium that t- brings you all those, you know, apps and stuff. But like my my cable, I cut my mother's um, cable bill, got rid of her TV subscription, and. Um, my daughters and everything, and I don't know if I should be saying this on air, but I, I have a way of creating a VPN where they get to see whatever my package is remotely. So, wow, I like that. Hook me up, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new. T- I gotta get a new TV, Harry. My 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 TV is dying. It's like I was like. Uh, it's it's time for a new TV. And hey, you know I'm gonna go get Harry. I'm gonna go get me a a twenty dollar fifty inch TV. That's right. <laughs> from from China. And let me just shout out Preston, who's listening to us. He said apps are just as expensive as cables. So. They are. They are. That's my point. You know what I need? I need somebody to just come and say this is the bundle. These things, all it is for this price, and that's it. You you know what you could do, Babs? They they sell these these projectors that aren't. Oh expensive. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you could buy a projector for like sixty bucks. Yeah. And then you just attach your your fire stick to it and yep. just point the projector to whatever wall, whatever blank wall you have in your house. I have a projector, as a matter of fact. It's over at Bloom, but I have one. So there you go. All you gotta do is plug your fire stick into that projector and you have this the TV. You know, I, I, I'm ridiculous. I got too many TVs. 
the TVs are watching us because <laughs> there's not enough people in my house to watch all the TVs. I got a TV in my basement, TV in my kitchen, TV living room, TV in all the bedrooms. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure that all these, you know, in China, the Uyghurs who are basically slaves over there, giving free labor to China, and I wanted to make sure that their time isn't wasted. So I bought a bunch of TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Got for $20. That's how they're going to beat us, Harry. Swear to God. They're not going to have to lob one bomb. All they're going to have to do is keep offering us these cheap, addictive TVs. I shouldn't joke about slavery because those Uyghurs are, they have over a million slaves in China and they use them to produce products. Um, uh, yeah. And that's horrible. I don't think nobody says China is a good steward of humans. <laughs> they're not. They're, they don't care about human life. Right. I, I'm not convinced. I, well, they don't. <laughs> but you know what? It's not like China's. But they're not to by be... themselves. I mean, <laughs> right, themselves. but they're claiming to be like, like for us, <laughs> like like us, like Americans. Right. It's we claim to care about humans. We really no, don't. But the difference is, we have ideals, right? So we try. We create laws. We try to live up to some ideals. China isn't claiming to. So you can't even call them a hypocrite. They're like, yeah, we got Uyghurs. <laughs> you know, you can't say anything about them because they're not denying it. No, that's the thing. It's the same thing as Russia. I, I think, uh, yeah, they're they're not they, they they have never stood on the side of right. They're not claiming <laughs> to be a free society. <laughs> <laughs> Your freedom is overrated. <laughs> Over here, we can call BS on our government when they do stuff. Yes, you know? we can but, and we do. Right, because we have ideals. We and have nobody's going to come in tonight and take us away and take our fit. You know, that's not right. going to happen. Over there, there there are no. You don't got a constitution over there. You have what we say: persecution. That's it. I get it. So, I mean, it's sad. We, we, I mean, we, we kind of joke about the system. We're not, you know, the, the enslaved people, the kids who are working 12 hour shifts, you know, that's tragic for us here in America. That's stuff like that would never fly here, you know, but it's sad that, that we actually have trade agreements with these people and we buy their slave labor you know but it it it's part of our government process too yeah because on the one hand it says well we support what you're doing right in a way it is saying that we're saying i, it, I mean it, it really is when you get down to it like when you take the deep dive but you know everybody's hands got a little blood on them yeah, it's like the the um Apple manufacturing campuses over there, right? It's a their campuses. People live on yeah. the campuses. They don't have a life. They live to serve Apple over there. 
and the suicide rate in those campuses are ridiculous. You know, so it's like we would never let Apple get away with that here. Right? Well, yeah. Let me let me just clean that up. Allegedly. All right. This way. We don't we don't want them to get mad at us and cut yeah. our power. Allegedly. But you know, it is, it's sad. But that said, right, we're gonna all run to Walmart. And buy our twenty dollar fifty inch TVs. Yep. Cause that's what we want. I don't and know. we don't care. And we look I, the other way. That's we, don't, we don't care if little kids are cutting their hands and starving, making these things. We don't care. We do not care. We do not care. Working so, in caves. Working in caves. We don't care. We are not caring about that. As long as I get my 20 inch, my 50 inch TV for $20, I'm good. For Christmas. <laughs> you know, the birth of Christ. With the spyware. <laughs> Right with, with the, the spyware, <laughs> to everything in our house with the spyware that's listening to us and watching us. Yeah. <laughs> and in a minute now, they're gonna lock us in, Harry. We're gonna be locked in. I was like, okay, all right, I'll be back tomorrow. No, no. So, Harry, tomorrow I'm only doing a nine o'clock because I gotta go see uh, a doctor at ten thirty. So. I got a kidney problem, so I got to go deal with that. Sis, not my kidney. So they want to figure out how big it is. They know how big it is, but what we want to do about it. So so anyway, I'm off to the cardiologist now, though. I'll be back tomorrow at 9, and then Harry will play the, play the best of tomorrow. I'll be back on Friday, too. All right, let's, let's do this. You're listening to Love Bad Self Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. You know... Babs is here five days a week doing her thing. <laughs> Don't miss this program. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. That's grossing me out. Fifty years of hip hop.